0: post trade deadline edition of the 2080 baseball podcast i'm travis krenz evan endershot is here as well trade deadline we talked about it during our first show and we're finally here august 1st on a tuesday and uh it was it was a good deadline i thought mm-hmm. uh, lots of trades before the deadline i thought well deadline's gonna get here and there's not a lot that's gonna get done but uh some big names went you darvish he finally got traded to the dodgers Sonny Gray went to the Yankees. Those were the two biggest parts. Uh pitching and bullpen. They're not a lot for hitters uh being traded here this deadline. What uh, what teams uh, did you like? Obviously Yankees, they they probably had uh they probably got more guys than anybody. Hmm.
1: That's bullpen a good guys,
0: Robertson and
1: I liked what the Yankees did. Um <clears throat> let's see. The Dodgers obviously made some some solid moves. Not that they needed to. Um well, I, th- I think uh, the White Sox came out pretty pretty well too, considering. Um not peop not many people are saying oh the White Sox are winners of this deadline, but um I think they did a good job. And the Cubs, uh uh Quintana and, and Justin Wilson are two very,
0: very
1: good and Avila, who's a a good uh guy to give uh Contreras is am I blanking on his name? Wilson Contreras. Yeah. It's good uh good one two punch bat for, for uh kind of give him a break here and there so um yeah i expect the cubs to rocket toward first place in the, in the nl central
0: for sure i have the yankees they pulled off the sunny gray trade are you surprised since you follow them that uh, they made all these trades looks like they are they're going for it now and they're also having these guys for the future too so i mean they're going to be really good for a long time
1: i think if you would have asked me in march i would have been surprised um if once the season went on and they started winning games, I, I became less surprised. Um,
0: then they had this bad stretch and now they're back in first place again.
1: Well, I think one of the things that's that's helping is uh, they're seeing the front office is, is buying into this this group of guys they have now. So um, whatever that does for morale, I, I don't know if it does, but maybe I don't know and because they were slumping and then they made that White sox deal. Um, to bring Robertson, Kane, Lee, and Frazier in, and um, they've been winning games since then. So, uh, I I think the Sunny Gray move is going to be helpful. I think the Jaime Garcia move is fine, um, but uh, that White Sox move and then and then the the Sunny Gray move, I think those are going to have a pretty substantial impact uh, come postseason.
0: Looking at the guys they gave up to, what Jorge Mateo. Uh, Dustin Fowler, we you know his injury mm-hmm. and uh, James Caprillion, Tommy John
1: Yeah, Tommy John, I, I liked him a lot uh, I hated every time he got hurt um, he, he seems, he gets hurt he's barely pitched in the system
0: Seems like all um, the Yankee stop prospects are hurt
1: Except for uh, Nah, that's not <laughs> I guess that's not true, Chance Adams is, isn't uh, I can't think of anyone Esteban Florial, who I'm really really glad they didn't deal um, I think he's probably a lot better than rutherford will be or could could be um and mateo too um i i like who the yankees gave up because they gave up some risky guys they gave up a guy whose knee is shredded a guy whose arm is shredded and uh mateo who hit horribly in single a and then they called him up to double a because a bunch of other guys were getting called up and he went on a tear there but uh, he hasn't really proven himself either so um, yeah, Sonny Gray gets hurt, too, but um, having Sonny Gray for two more years beyond this year, I'd give up those three prospects in a heartbeat. I'm kind of surprised the A's made that move.
0: Are you surprised? Go, go to the Dodgers here with you, Darvish. It doesn't seem like any team had to give up their top, top prospects. Nobody got the tippy-top guys. They all got maybe a couple top hundred guys. Are you surprised at that?
1: Yeah, Um. because... A lot of top hundred guys got dealt, but
0: no one uh, like top ten guys.
1: Eloy uh, Jimenez, am I? Is that? Oh man, I am doing bad <laughs> at remembering the Cubs prospect, oh, the yeah, White yep, Sox. Yep, yep. He got dealt, and that was it. And that was a while ago. Yeah. Um. Uh, that was by far the best player to move at the deadline. Um. Which is funny, but I think teams are sort of more willing to trade prospects now. But I still think there's that top. 20 kind of thing where you don't want to move those guys because you'll look like an idiot mm-hmm. if, you, if you're if you the guy who trades um I don't know what's a good comparison um
0: Noah Syndergaard
1: there you go you don't want to trade that player or Bumgarner or something like that like you don't want to trade that guy who looks like a sure thing um so I understand from that perspective but I think a lot of good, good prospects were, were dealt. I just don't think there was anybody at the top. And that's probably good. Um, yeah, I, I think that's probably a good thing that teams are keeping their tip-top prospects and and um, at least understanding the value that has. Even if they don't become good, you can move them in the future if you, if you need to.
0: You Darvish goes to the Dodgers. Uh, headliner in this one would be Willie Calhoun, also uh, an infielder and a Right-handed pitcher Willie Calhoun, uh, borderline top 100 guy, 80s, 90s. So again, he is not, uh, uh, you know, anywhere close to like the top 50 or top 75 for prospects. Um, he is in AAA right now, so he's a guy that can come up pretty much, I think, right away for Texas if they want to, mm-hmm. or for early next year. Um, but yeah, they didn't have to give up. Uh, the Dodgers didn't. Very deep system. Didn't have to give up any of their. You know, they got a couple guys in the top 50, and uh, they get to keep both of them. So.
1: Yeah, they gave up a guy who hits. Uh, but the thing about Calhoun and everybody's been saying it, yeah, this isn't anything new or fresh idea or anything. But uh, he doesn't seem to be valuable on defense, and he's he's pretty small too. He's five eight, which means, or he listed a five eight, which means he's probably closer to five six. Um, so, uh, man, I I like the idea of Texas bringing in a power hitter because this is uh, Texas, you know, going to Texas uh, a guy who's hitting. 23 homers already in the in the pcl another hitter friendly league but this is that if he can translate that this is a 30 homer hitter Mm for texas so i like that the idea idea of the move from that perspective but he better hit because he's going to be a corner outfielder so um he better hit but but for a rental um that's about on par with what you'd think darvish would be worth i don't think they gave up anything too crazy for darvish uh, which is good considering uh what are they right now Texas
0: a little under 500 well the
1: Dodgers are 74 oh, I mean, and 31
0: I think it was like the third <laughs> third team in like last 15 years maybe third team ever with that many wins at this point I the think season. it
1: was by like World War two or something yeah like
0: yeah like the Yankees in 98 and probably Seattle in oh like one yeah I mean that's um yeah they're in a heck of a pace here uh, them in Houston are running away with things but Injuries for both Clayton Kershaw. Um, no, I don't think he's going to miss all that much time. But again, I always go back to uh, what the Dodgers starting rotation is going to be. I have no idea who their three, four starters are going to be in the playoffs. Any of them, I think, could go on the DL at any time, and they've <laughs> all they've all been there this year. Like all seven of their starters have been there this year. I, I really liked what they did. Adding to their bullpen, mm-hmm. I, I think I said a couple weeks ago, I like Tony Cingrani. Mm-hmm. Uh, numbers aren't great, but I like him.
1: Aren't great is uh, an understatement. Yeah, yeah, I like plus five
0: ERA, and then uh, Watson, Tony Watson from Pittsburgh. So they added to this bullpen, so they can just get five or six innings uh, from their starters, uh, whether that's Rich Hill or Alex Wood or whoever's going to start these games, and then you go to that bullpen, and uh, I think they, they their bats were shut down last year. By the Cubs. So it's just a matter of you know, you get in these low scoring games.
1: I don't see their bats being shut down by any any good any team. I I mean, just look at their lineup. It's unreal. I, I just can't very deep. Um I just it's it's crazy. Would it be a
0: massive disappointment if they don't win the whole thing?
1: If they don't win the I would only it would only be a disappointment to me if they don't win the first series in the playoffs. Really, um, I think if they lose to the to the Nationals, the Nationals are a good enough team. The Nationals are on the verge of being a hundred win team, um, so it's not like this is a, a horrible team. And the Nationals have totally revamped their their biggest we- uh, weakness, the bullpen. It has a bunch of fresh new arms. They're significantly better. Um, so the Nationals, if they beat the Dodgers that is totally fine. Honestly, if the Cubs beat the Dodgers, the way that team looks right now, the pitching is improving. Quintana looks awesome. I don't think that would be too crazy if the Cubs beat them. So, it it would be a disappointment if they lose the first series against... Like they'll probably uh, get the
0: wild card. They'll be Cubs, Washington, right, they'll yeah. battle it out, and they'll get Arizona, um, Colorado, maybe Milwaukee makes... Colorado
1: made some interesting moves too. Lucroy and uh, somebody Nishik? else. Yeah, There. So those are two good moves too. I still think the Dimebacks and Hitting Machine J.D. Martinez are, are probably going to beat them, um, unless Robbie Ray gets hit in the face again. Uh, I don't know if you saw that. But, Concussion. Yeah. Oof, boy. Scary. But, but was he was terrifying. out. The
0: guy. The guy got the ball. Uh, he was out. <laughs> there you
1: yeah, that was uh, interesting. He caught it off the off the. It was, he was. He you know, was sitting
0: hundred plus miles an hour back at you. The ball ricochets off your head. And uh, third baseman, whoever catches it. So that's not
1: great. Even with uh, uh, surging A.J. Pollock uh, uh, and Jake Lamb, Paul Goldschmidt, and J.D. Martinez, three spectacular hitters there, um, I still don't see the Dimebacks beating the Dodgers. So essentially, the Dimebacks better win the first series. If they lose to the Cubs or the Nationals, so be it. Those are two good teams. But, I, I mean, if I'm on the Dodgers, I'm not happy if I don't win the World Series this year. That team should win the World Series this year.
0: Washington's starting pitching. Their top three are very good. Outside of that, I don't think they have much for depth. Scherzer, Strasburg, Gio Gonzalez having a good year. He almost threw a no-hitter yesterday. He did. he did. Outside, I mean, they don't have a lot of depth. Their first three are really, really good. Well, uh,
1: Tanner Roark has been really good in the past. Mm-hmm. He's also not been, so... um He's kind of an inconsistent guy. He's never been really a strikeout pitcher um, until this year. Um, and now that he's striking people out, he's not seeming to get as many outs. So he's been good in the past, though. So I-, I could see that being your four when you go into the playoffs. All you need is four. All you all you really need is three. If, if you really feel confident um, that those guys can be workhorses, uh, I don't think Strasburg is going to be a guy you can rely on like that, though. Um, Scherzer's
0: going to have to be your guy. That's uh, you know starting on three three days rest if need be. Mm-hmm. I think,
1: um, man, I if I'm them, I I might consider three a three man playoff rotation. I, it's it's doable. I it's so easy for me to refer to the 2009 Yankees doing it because I'm a Yankees fan and I remember that so well. But um, it can be done, and it can it has been done recently. I, I don't see any reason. You can't go into the playoffs with a three-man rotation and win the World Series if you can hit as well as the Nationals can hit. And their bullpen's significantly better. So, um,
0: I mean, with the bullpens now taking over, you would ask these starters for five or six innings and turn it over to the bullpen and have them do the rest.
1: Yeah, and uh, I think you will be getting seven-plus from Scherzer, uh, whether he's good or not, um, each game. So um, that can save the bullpen for the game when you have to pitch – Strasburg or something a guy who's gonna throw out a million pitches per outing so um, I really think if they wanted to they could go with a three-man rotation Um, ideally you don't though Um, but I think they could do it I I think this team is probably the second best team in uh, baseball the Astros I think are third but um, I think the Nationals are really really good, and nobody's talking about them, because the Dodgers are insanely good, so um, I really like what the Nationals did, bring in three legitimate relievers, maybe more than that?
0: Kinsler, Doolittle, Madsen, you like that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To make it through, and then you also have Coda Glover and Sean Kelly on the DL, so if they ever get back, mm-hmm. uh, those are your five guys right there. Well, Matt uh,
1: Albers, he's been awesome. Yeah. And uh Annie Ramirez has been a good lefty, and um bland has a history of being good he should he should improve i would hope oliver perez is a solid lefty matt grace is a solid lefty so um i really really like what they did with their bullpen um if you're gonna have a weakness it might as well be the easiest most easily fixed weakness you could possibly have i mean you can Mm -hmm. bring in bullpen arms for peanuts so and they did so good for them hopefully they uh I really hope it's Nationals. Uh, first of all, I hope the Nationals win a playoff series, and, and I really hope it's Nationals Dodgers in the NLCS. It's That'd really be...
0: shaping up. I mean, you've got some big time teams, mm-hmm. three or four in in each league. Yeah, that are, it's going to be exciting from the playoffs right away. You're not going to have to wait until the LCS wild card round. On you're going to have some some heavy heavy matchups right there: Indians, Yankees. Well, whatever it's going to
1: be. And the the awesome thing about the wild card matchups is we might get an L West wild card matchup and an AL East wild card matchup. So you're yep. going to have rivals who've played each other a thousand oh. times and uh man, it, we we could be shaping up for one of the better on paper uh, it's looking good playoffs we've had in in a while. Um although there have been some really good uh, last year's Mets Giants game was really good. So um We'll see, I, uh, but yeah, A Nationals, Dodgers, NLCS is just, that's the perfect situation to me, and um, I'd like to see the Yankees make it, but I think Cleveland-Houston would be another really good series, too.
0: Twins, they send Brandon Kinsler to the Nationals, and they send uh, Jaime Garcia to the Yankees. Do you know anything about these two guys? Uh, one, I think, should be called up pretty soon. He's in AAA. Uh, other guy may be called up next year anything about these guys because their numbers look really good, but they weren't, uh, maybe their, their stuff isn't the greatest, but their numbers are really good. The guys
1: who went to the twins. Yes. Uh, Zach Lattell, I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, he's been really good. They got him in the, I think it was the James Pazos deal last year. Um, the Yankees, their farm system has been so loaded that they've had to make these weird deals to essentially clear guys from their 40 man roster. This is one, another one. They got Jaime Garcia out of it. Um, I like the deal for both sides. I think the Twins are getting some um Depth. solid guys. Dietrich Ends is a guy who throws absolute junk and he throws slow, but he was never going to find a spot in the Yankees rotation. I'd love to see I wanted to see the Twins give him a shot right away cuz I, I he's 26, <clears throat> I think. Um he's the type of guy who could give you 5 innings of okay every outing and the Twins could use that right now. Um So I liked, I liked the idea of them even
0: over Dylan G.
1: Yeah. Even over Dylan G. Is that right? I saw, I saw them do that. And I'm like, what are they doing? Ends is a a solid, uh, he's solid. He's not good probably, but, uh, he's solid. And, and I would have liked to see, uh, I would have liked to see what he could do right away. Um, but he's been awesome in the minor leagues. He he has a one eight seven minor league URA in three hundred and eighty nine innings. That's pretty great. So um, I would have liked to see him right away for the Twins, uh, but they didn't bring him up. Um, oh well, you know I like Garcia for the Yankees. I, I think they could use more starters. I think and. I mean, uh, you've, you've got, got five
0: guys now. You've got five solid guys. They have
1: six. Jordan Montgomery. Yeah. They had to bump them out. So, um, And then they have Brian Mitchell, Caleb Smith, and uh, Luis Sessa right after that as, as guys you can get away with as an okay fifth starter. So they're nine deep right now, which that is very good. Um, I don't think there's a team. Yeah. I don't think there's a team in out of those top four AL teams that has anything close to that right now. So... Um, the Yankees can take a couple injuries and the way Tanaka has been pitching lately this the Yankees could roll through a few teams and play like the
0: Yankees have more starters than than five Cleveland does uh Houston they've got uh, more starters than five so that's interesting that they've got you know mm-hmm. six seven man rotations twins are four and a half back of the wild card uh bad week they've lost seven to ten they lost uh, like four or five in a row six to seven uh the Walk off, uh, walk off losses. uh, One against the Dodgers. One against Oakland. Um,
1: Everybody's losing walk off losses to the Dodgers. Had
0: a chance. I mean, Twins had a chance instead of a one and five week to have a three and three week, maybe even a four and two week. Two walk off losses. They were had like three runs in the seventh against uh, the Dodgers. Running the seventh. Running the eighth. Two. Didn't they have
1: two uh, walk off losses to the A's?
0: Yeah, in a row. And uh, Rajay Davis hit a home run. So I mean, these. This was. The do and die week, and by the be- beginning of the week they're trading four, and by the end of the week they're trading uh, trading guys out. So instead of being a four and a half, they should by all means be two and a half out, uh, two games. And of course, there's sixty games left here, but you know, four and a half games out with uh, three, four teams to, to to leap, and Kansas City's beating the hell out of everybody right now.
1: That's that's going to be the yeah. the big thing for the Twins. Uh, you can beat up on the White Sox, you can beat up on the Tigers, maybe. Um, the Tigers didn't sell all the way though, so you're going to need to win more games against the Tigers than than you probably would have hoped for. But um, the Twins, they might be out. We counted the Royals out, or I counted the Royals out pretty early. They have caught fire, and uh, I just cannot see the Twin. I think the Twins are done. You you lose your best bullpen arm in a bullpen that's awful.
0: Well, here's the uh, I have not had a lot to complain about as far as. You uh, oh, know, using your closer before they do uh, because they didn't have any good bullpen guys. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey, put anybody out there. But now there's been two guys, Kinsler and Taylor Rogers, who have been by far their best. Two guys, and Rogers gave it up one of the nights. Kinsler gave it up the other night. Um, Kinsler couldn't pitch because he threw 26 pitches one night and couldn't pitch the next. <laughs> so Taylor Rogers came out and well, Kinsler doesn't even the throw that hard, does he? No, I so and he didn't pitch the day before. So yeah, twenty six pitches. It's like, eh, that's that's kind of that's kind of BS
1: for me. That's probably Molitor's doing. I suppose. <laughs> yep, and that's
0: why I would like him to. Uh, if there's any good news, uh, maybe he gets fired. That'd be a good move. Um, and just, then you also I just don't see it. I, I hope so. <laughs> I you, hope
1: so for for your sake too.
0: And then you have uh, Kinsler on Sunday, uh, on the eleventh eleventh inning walk off. Uh, Kinsler's not used, and I'm always you know once you get in that ninth tenth inning. I'm using my best pitcher. I'm not waiting for the 12th, 13th, or 4 lead. I'm using them right away. You
1: would have thought everyone Never would learn that lesson was Zach Britton, no. but no, which no, is pretty shocking. You you kind of would think something like that happens, and everyone just says, "Oh boy, I don't want to be the person who does that again." I know that was on a bigger stage, but you got to use your your best reliever when the game's on the line, right? Yeah, and I'm not
0: waiting for a lead, or well, I'll wait for when you know. When I'm ahead, well, you're you're not ahead, and you lost, mm-hmm. and uh, another game went by. So Brian Dozier didn't like the trades. Had would be fine. Well, getting, getting rid of Brian Dozier, but well, uh,
1: I think they're kicking themselves pretty hard for not moving him uh, the way he's played this year. He's been totally mediocre. Um,
0: like, 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 like we said, his his. Um, all those Twins fans you're talking to, like, eh, I don't know about it. Mm-hmm. His value is never higher. He'll never have a season as good as that one. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty evident right now as he's coming up on 30 years old.
1: As in, uh, as an outsider, not a Twins fan, it, it seemed so obvious. Like, you couldn't make it more obvious that Dozier needed to be dealt, and they didn't deal
0: him. And, and you have Nick Gordon, who should probably be up uh, next year. I would, I would like that. And mm-hmm. there's your replacement. Mm-hmm. So you have totally. a guy coming up.
1: Yeah, I I don't know why they um I I don't know why they didn't make that move and I I think it's gonna really be annoying to twins fans that they didn't do it. It's just uh you look at him now and he is a shell of what he was last year. And twins year. fans aren't
0: very smart. Just <laughs> the comments of they traded Garcia and they were up in arms, and they traded Kinsler and they were up in arms, even though they're both free agents coming up here and if you want to re sign Kinsler, you can have that chance. If you want to sign Garcia, you'll have that chance as well, and you and you and you've got a couple guys here who could help you because, uh, as as we mentioned, Fat Bartolo's on this team still, mm-hmm. and uh, Dylan G, for Christ's sake, is coming up uh, pitching against Texas, and since they've basically waved the white flag here, getting rid of their closer, why yeah, why are these guys not coming up? We don't, I don't need know. Fat, this... I mean, this there's no reason for these uh, for these guys for these, uh you no know, Bartolo and for uh dylan g to be on this team younger guys 21 22 23 year old guys need to be starting
1: yeah i agree this is a perfect opportunity to audition some guys and see if they can do well um i think the bullpen would be a good place to try to do that too um and they are a little bit there by necessity probably but um i agree with you wholeheartedly i think they should be bringing young guys up and and seeing uh young guys that are ready not guys that you're just throwing into the water with the Sharks, I guess. But um, I think they need to be bringing guys up, getting rid of these old guys. Uh, I would gladly uh, take on Joe Maurer for Jacoby Ellsbury if, if they are so willing. I but, don't think so. <laughs>
0: Speaking – no, I, as we've mentioned, no. I no. am so
1: sick of Jacoby Ellsbury, especially the way Fraser hits – Clint Frazier just hits the ball harder than anyone – Right now, I think uh, just line—I mean, Judge obviously fly balls, and Stanton hit fly balls harder, but Frazier just hits rockets on the ground. And um, Is he better than he thought he was? Oh, by a lot, yeah. I think um, he's one of those minor league guys who knows he's better than the minor league. How the and, hell and, is
0: it that the Yankees have all these guys, they're nice players in the minors, and they come up and right away— well, Boom. Judge
1: wasn't right away. But
0: this year, he's the story of baseball right <laughs> now. True. And him and Sanchez was killing folks. And now um, Clint Frazier's a killer. It's amazing. They call these guys up, and they're way better than well, they were Sanchez, in Well, Sanchez took
1: a beating. Uh, well, Judge was pretty good in the minors, too. But every time he got brought up a level, he stunk. But Sanchez took a beating in the minors, and he took his, you know, he, he, he had hard times, um, attitude problems, things like that. And he turned it around, and figured himself out and i think maybe it's just player development and maybe it's just coaches who they maybe they have better uh, instructors down there than than other teams have access to um maybe that's it maybe that's the difference between the the twins and and the yankees a team like you know the the difference between those organizations is they might just have better coaching and it might be because they can pay uh for better coaches and instructors but
0: i think the minor leagues for the twins are fine i think the major leagues are the problem <laughs> which, I'm in, which I'm in favor of bringing the minor league coaches up to the major leagues. Yeah. See so um, you know if that
1: works. Worked for, I don't know, the Expos with Philippe Alou, but, uh, I guess teams have done that before. I can't think of any other examples. Like uh, Joe
0: head. Madden. He was in the minors with the angels for a long time. And then Tampa Bay gives him a chance. And, uh, he's, uh, one of the more better, uh, popular managers.
1: Well, as far as Frazier's concerned, we should say, I mean, he did come up in Cleveland system. Um, so Uh, Maybe that was something they did right. And uh, if you look at Bradley Zimmer and the way he's come on, uh, I think um, Cleveland's a a good place as well. That system's teaching teams well.
0: Um, You know what team at the deadline we haven't talked about yet? This is exactly what I've wanted the Twins to do for years. Exactly what this team did.
1: Um... I have no...
0: Tampa Bay. They oh. added so many bullpen guys. C-Sheck, Dan me, yeah, Jennings.
1: Mediocre, kind of just got I me. Mean, just average. guys. Mm. That
0: didn't cost you anything. They even got Sergio Romo off of waivers from, from the Dodgers. Um, just added so many guys. They added five, six guys. Do that for nothing. <laughs> they got uh, Lucas Duda. I mean... Let's, let's
1: at least acknowledge how romo isn't good he wasn't he's not um, good this year and jennings has struggled out the gate but uh look Shek, at look at what sam liked.
0: dyson look at what sam dyson has done
1: well the thing about c Sheck though is they gave up a a, a pretty decent swingman to get him so it's not like uh the twins <laughs> even have that to trade
0: but they've got depth in their rotation in which they can trade away from that to address a bullpen need the twins? No, the Rays. Oh, like Ramirez, like, like you said, Ramirez <laughs> is like a fifth, sixth starter, mm-hmm. long man in the bullpen. And like, yeah, we've got we've got starters. Our starting pitching is not our problem. We need to address uh, depth in the bullpen.
1: Yeah, and I did. I think the Twins probably just don't want to take on money. Um, well, they,
0: they they I think they're paying Garcia's contract four million mm-hmm. for the Yankees, and to get probably a little bit better prospects than right. they would have otherwise. Yep. And you look at what uh, Sam Dyson, who was. If you want to make the argument, the worst pitcher in baseball for the first couple of months. He's gone to the Dodgers. I think he blew a save the other night. Uh, He's got a 2.66 ERA in 20 innings. And I was like, Twins, pick this guy up. There is no risk in picking this man up. And he's been absolutely fine, as good as he used to be. The Twins, uh, we've kind of noted this at times throughout the
1: year, but the Twins, every time they pick up a guy off waivers, it's a guy that's way past his prime. Or just not. Not good, Nick Tepish. Yeah, like I, Adam Wilk. I don't know why they're not going hard off at, on the the Rule Five draft or something like. You know why aren't they? They, they have
0: in the past. They sent uh, I think well, Justin John Haley. Was a he one. worked tremendously. <laughs> uh, Justin Haley. They had him. He got hurt. He was down in the minors. They sent him back to Boston a couple weeks ago. They had a guy last year from the Braves. I uh, look like a decent uh, reliever, but uh, they got rid of him last year. Uh, J.R. Graham. Uh, I think he used to be a in the Yankee system, po- possibly. He was a guy that, that, that threw uh, pretty hard. But, um, yes, yeah, so a guy like Sam Dyson pick his ass mm-hmm. up, and they didn't, and now he's uh, whatever he was missing w- with Texas. He has found it again here with uh, San Francisco. If I'm
1: the Twins, I'm finding starters that can throw hard that are available on the Rule 5 draft, and I'm throwing them in the bullpen, and I'm keeping them all year uh, next year. I don't know. The Yankees solve their forty man roster problem with the twins trade with uh because they were gonna probably
0: release those guys or move them off the forty man anyway the uh the guys they got. Mm-hmm. So uh I would find teams
1: that have too many good players on their forty man, the Cubs, the Yankees, Cleveland, Houston, then uh, good teams, Dodgers, Nationals, target those teams and um see what you can get. But if you look at the Dodgers too, what they do on the waiver wire, they bring in players all the time they're always bringing in players consistently um and and you just kind of wonder uh what the hell the twins are doing i think josh edgen uh, is available i think the mets might have dfa'd him they've got that rid would of, be a good uh, that'd uh, be a good pickup for the twins he's been mediocre
0: they've got rid of craig breslow so they're starting to open some some open up some spots when's matt belisle gone that's the question Yeah, i should pr- i mean there's i mean He's, he's done fine. He's had some bad outings. Uh, not good. Uh, but, yeah, they're like, he's 35, 36. I mean, there's no it's reason. 37, even. 37, a leap year. Oh, it's not even. I mean, <laughs> again, your future's not with Fat Bartolo. If you're in the race and you're looking to string string together something, uh, Fat Bartolo, okay. And, and obviously, uh, from what I've seen from his three starts, his last one was good against Oakland. First three, four innings, he's fine. Fourth, fifth inning, obviously, a 44-year-old guy's going to lose uh, some stamina, so again, maybe he's like a long guy in the bullpen. I think he's a four five inning guy at most. I think he hit the nail on the
1: head. He had a good start against Oakland. Yeah. He didn't have good starts against uh what, the Yankees and the Dodgers. So
0: he had good first times <laughs> through the order. Second time right. he got chilled.
1: Which by the way, I should mention this. Uh I notice that every time Judge bats first in his first inning, he almost seeming I bet you his first inning first appearance uh OPS is atrocious. And then the next time through, he just kills everyone for the rest of the game. But um, I think uh, that's bad, though, if you're if you're showing everybody what you've got and then they just kill you. I think that's you're a bad player if you're doing that. So, um, yeah, Bartolo should be gone and the Twins should.
0: And they have plenty of guys they can call up, mm-hmm. plenty of guys. Steven Gonsalves, their best. Uh, he's going to end up throwing over 500 innings in the minors. He, he- should be up next year.
1: Yeah, I'd probably bring him up in September.
0: They will not. I guarantee um, you they will not. He's got to be on the 40 man this off season for the for the uh the rule 5. So, I'm sure they're 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 going to get another year in the back end, so he's not a free agent. In 2022, he'll be a free agent in 2023 because they're always concerned about that getting that extra year. Well, this should be a small market like that. Sure. Um,
1: but I just yeah, I don't know. The Twins annoy me and I'm Good. sure they annoy you significantly more. No, me as well.
0: Because I look um, at all these other teams, and this team needs this, so they go and get it. This team needs that, they go and get it. I just would have liked to have seen, because, you know, they're a 500 team right now, they're only four and a half back. Um, what, would they, what would they have done if their bullpen was just bad? Instead of the worst bullpen, they just had, like, the 20th worst bullpen instead <laughs> of the worst. Like, is that worth maybe two or three extra games for the first three, uh, uh, for the first hundred? Probably. But yeah, probably a couple probably, games better.
1: Maybe maybe two. or.
0: And that's all you're looking three. for right now
1: yeah that would have set them apart from from they'd be in the race right now I think with two games and I really think they're out so we'll see what happens even if the twins can miraculously play their way into the playoffs they're not beating top three here's your here's your top three in each of these rotations they're not beating Keiko McCullers Brad Peacock Severino Gray Tanaka Kluber, Carrasco, Salazar, or Sale Price, Pomeranz, slash Porcello. They're not beating any of those teams. So why even compete? You can't beat a single one of those teams. Why even compete? Just shut it down.
0: I hate Kansas City. The teams I hate, it takes me two or three years to come around on them. Mm -hmm. Now I kind of like Kansas City just because they don't make sense. Yeah, they're weird. (laughs) I would very much uh, like to see them in Houston. I think that would be an intriguing series. Um, Kansas City, if they can get in there, uh, they're an interesting team to me. Yeah, it's I like guess they I don't. Because do. nobody would be picking them, but I would. they're that team for, for whatever reason and for no sensical reason. They're that team everybody's going to play. Oh, you don't want to play this team because they won the World Series a couple of years ago. All this stuff in this day and age, that should not matter. It doesn't make any sense. And like Eric Hosmer is hitting 40 points higher than he ever has. And Moustakis is going to hit 40 home runs. And his OPS is like 120 points higher than ever. Um, for whatever reason, Kansas City doesn't make sense. Uh, the sum of the parts greater than the whole, or whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Kansas City, and they made some moves. And I think um, you know it's, it's 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 them against whoever doesn't win the East. So, how would you like to play Kansas City?
1: Um, the Yankees <laughs> killed Vargas twice, so I'd be pretty confident. Um, and then their other best pitchers, Duffy, if the Yankees get a lefty, I'm, I'm pretty confident they can beat them because everyone on the team's a righty and DD Gregorius hits lefties really well. So, um, I'd be pretty confident that the Yankees can beat the Royals, by the way, the Royals have Neftali Feliz, who was, uh, released by the Brewers June 19th. How's he doing? Uh, he's doing very well. Um, How's that,
0: uh, unbelievable at these guys. 14, are...
1: 14 innings, two, five, seven ERA. So
0: amazing. These guys who are pretty good. Having rough years, pick them up, change of scenery, clean slate, and they're back to normal.
1: He would have been a good, good pickup for the Twins.
0: How? I mean, it's it seems too easy. If you would, would you like to have a job with a baseball team? Yeah, of course. Doing what? Uh, Analytics, media relations. What would you like to do? I'd probably
1: play to my strengths, which would be the writing, the, ladder. the stats, <laughs> but
0: press releases, all that. Yeah, stuff. I
1: could probably do press releases; those are easy. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like. You wish you could be some sort of advisor to someone getting into that gig. But if
0: I won the lottery, I would say, hey, twins, here's a million dollars. I just want to show up every day and just go wherever the hell I want to um, see how this thing works.
1: I think uh, it'd be nice to have some influence in an organization to help them avoid mistakes that you think are mistakes and then be totally proven wrong and... and uh, because surely if if the two, if either of us entered an organization, we'd be miserably awful at anything related to It would be
0: nice to be personnel. there for a few years, uh, go through the minor league system, look at these guys, read the scouting reports, go through some drafts, go through the Rule 5, go through the different... I-, I would just like to see the databases these teams have on other teams and what they know about the other teams. I think that would be fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, how easy is it to make a trade? Um How far in advance are these things worked out? Uh, Like Kinsler, were they talking a week ago? Did this just come up a couple days ago when the Twins started to go to shit? I don't know. That'd be fun to see.
1: Yeah, I think it'd be interesting to see. Um, It'd be interesting to see how many mistakes scouts make and, you know, be in the draft room or something and somebody says, oh, this player is going to be great and they turn out horrible or somebody says this player's going to be horrible and they turn out great. You wonder how smart these people actually are or how often they're guessing.
0: I don't think they're held accountable after the fact five years down the road. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure if there's a big time prospect, they'll say, yep, that was my guy. Mm-hmm. That was oh, my yeah, guy. For sure. If there's some guy that's uh, like a Cole Stewart that's not so hot for the twins, now well, maybe we won't mention who <laughs> that guy was that scouted him.
1: Right, yeah. I think... Uh, there's no accountability. So. Which I think is probably good because you're... Odds, so many odds guys. Odds are good you're going to miss on almost everyone, um, which, is, which is the one reason I wouldn't want to be in player personnel and that kind of thing, because it would be a game of failure. Um, you're going to miss on a lot of people, or you're going to trade some guy who turns into something great just because another team had better development. Um, so that would be embarrassing, but uh, I don't know. I think it's uh, it'd be interesting, but I feel like you got to be tolerant of failure, I suppose.
0: Uh, as we tape this on a Tuesday night, August first, Indians have gotten five runs off of Chris Sale in two innings. They were down five nothing. Oof. Carrasco's on the mound. Boston's come back with four in the bottom half, and they're still not done. So oh, five five. Excuse me. We should also five to five in the seconds.
1: We should also acknowledge. Uh, Apparently Scherzer exited with an injury.
0: Oh, my heavens. Again, I'm with these injured. Six-nothing Washington, top of the third. Scherzer's down. Uh, Strasburg's down. Uh, if you can stay healthy, that's, that seems to be a problem right now. Mm-hmm. Folks, staying healthy.
1: Yeah, I think that's always going to be a problem in baseball. But, uh, yeah, what are we? What, what's, let's see what sales ERA is up to. 2.5.
0: Six three.
1: No, okay, he's fine. Severino, look out, because he might challenge
0: Cy Young. Look
1: out for Cy Young. Yeah, I mean, two nine eight ERA in New York. That's a one fifty four ERA. Plus. How's Kluber doing? He's also doing very well. Yeah. Um, does he have quite the 10-4 Ks per nine that Severino has though? Nah, yep, twelve six. <laughs> Woo. Those two are Kluber. gonna be
0: it's I think I mean sales gonna win this thing unless oh, something yeah, for happens. For sure,
1: for sure. But those two are gonna be uh really, really good. They're going you're gonna look back and you're like, Oh well, that's what a what a awful time to be good Most at. Most years
0: they win the deal.
1: Right. But not and, this year. Um I think there's somebody else good in the American League, right? Well, Keuchel's missed a bunch of times. He never so, pitches, so um That's about it. Which is fine as long as he does in the playoffs, but uh, let's see what do we got.
0: Um, I mean, there's there's not a ton of guys like those. Stroman. like Stroman,
1: there you go. Stroman, yeah, he's pretty great this year. He's got a four six WAR right now, which is behind only Scherzer, Sale, and Gio Gonzalez. Even though he's not particularly incredible, um,
0: and was, not a, not a ton of guys. Maybe five guys at most have having all right good years, solid years in the American League.
1: And then you can't count out Jason Vargas. I'll count him out. (laughs) He's been really good. So there's that, but he doesn't strike anyone out. It's like chin Wong when he was... chin Wong. Couldn't strike out a soul, but he was really good until... Wins. He broke his foot running around the bases. Yeah, wins. You're right.
0: I have uh, some notes here. Trades from years past that I put together today. Um, Some of these, I think, are obvious who won the trade. Okay. Uh, Some are not. I have the... I put this together. I have the who the trades and the teams were. You just have Team A, Team B, Player One, Two, Three, Four, Five, Six. Mm-hmm. So a nameless, teamless thing. Which one do you want to start with? You can. There's seven here.
1: We might as well go down the list.
0: Okay, what do we got for number one trade? One.
1: We've got. So is this the war they've accumulated with with the other team?
0: Uh, yes. And okay. like, if so, if the guy goes to another team, you know, like the Twins. Uh, they traded Liriano to the White Sox for Eduardo Escobar. Liriano was with Chicago for a couple months, and he moved on to Pittsburgh and elsewhere. Uh, Escobar's been with the Twins the entire time, been a great utility guy, and uh, been a very good player for them. This guy
1: in this first trade had a 1-2 ADRA and 11 starts, and he had a 4-3 war in like a half less than half a season. Yeah.
0: Jeez. <laughs> so um, read, read, read through what's uh, this first trade. What are the okay, so, uh, parameters? so player... Okay, so
1: Team A makes the playoffs, and they get a, a guy who goes 1-2 ADRA and 11 starts. Um, that starter then pitches well, I'll say. loses. loses pitch, they, they, they lose the two games he pitches, it looks like. In
0: the playoffs, yeah, they traded this guy for three guys.
1: Okay, and then in return, they get guys who pitch a hell of a lot with them, apparently um and accumulate about oh boy this is where we get to math not my forte 32
0: war about
1: over so you had so this guy was
0: traded he was amazing for two months and Mm -hmm. they reached the playoffs he's very good in the playoffs but they don't win in the playoffs and they lose both of his starts when they probably should have won both of them um what year is this i don't know i know but i'm not saying is it suckleaf no, no. So then, three years later, um, the the two of the pitchers they got combined for twenty eight wins. Um, other guy, what, what do I have on there? He was the everyday shortstop for this team. What mm-hmm. do I have it?
1: Huh? Uh, well, I don't know. It doesn't say, but okay. it looks like a shortstop. So yeah, <laughs> he's a shortstop who
0: was you know uh, ninety three OPS plus. So Which basically, uh, two pitchers, two league average, one a little bit better than league average. I'd say a one fourteen old plus is a two starter oh uh, yeah mean. he threw 1100 innings he was with them for six seasons. that's pretty and, good and this other guy was a shortstop 260 hitter so you you look at this trade how would you grade this trade two months of excellence the best pitching we've ever seen versus uh, uh three, four five six seasons of really solid well, baseball here
1: i like I like this for both teams because team a is uh going for it and they're getting and they get somebody who's amazing um and then team b. But I, yes. I don't know if
0: I put this in there. This guy then went to another team the next year. Yeah, I, don't,
1: I guess I don't care agent. about that. I, I assumed as much. Yeah, I like it for both teams. one team gets three, oh, two, two quality-ish average role players. role players, and they get one good player. Um, for six years. Yeah. I like it. Does it does I, even it ma- if you only get the one good player in return, I'd like that.
0: Does do it matter what the team does that's trading for the superstar that they don't win at all mm-hmm. or that they...
1: No, because you have to go for it. And um, they, This team looks like they did. Looks like they brought an ace on, like a legitimate ace. Um, so, I don't know. Is this Randy Johnson?
0: Now this is Randy Johnson okay. in 98 with Houston, yeah.
1: I knew I'd get it if I thought about <laughs> yeah. it a little bit more. Houston. So, Freddie Garcia's player three.
0: Yep, he's the okay. uh, the better pitcher. Who else is in Jose Jose Guillen oh, went right. on to have better years with Detroit. And uh, John Halama. Carlos Guillen, then. Carlos Guillen, yeah. yeah. Okay, and John Halama. Uh, and John Halama is the average pitcher. Yeah, I case. like
1: this deal. I think this was a good deal for both teams. I think, uh, uh, I know Seattle won 116 games in 2001 mm-hmm. with, with those players, so clearly it worked out until they hit the uh, Yankees. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I like it for both teams. I think it was it worked out uh, as much as you could hope for. Randy Johnson pitches as well as you can expect him to in that game <laughs> one, and then they lose.
0: Yeah, he gives up. Uh, he goes eight innings, gives up two runs against San Diego, strikes out nine. The problem was uh, Kevin Brown was pitching that day, oh, no. and he had sixteen strikeouts in oh, no. eight innings. Oh no! <laughs> so I think it was a like a three-two game. So this was or two-one game, two-one eight. do you yep. say? Two-one okay. game, and then Johnson loses game four. Just
1: like the uh, 2001 Mariners lose to yeah. the Yankees, the '98 Padres lose to the Yankees.
0: Everybody loses to <laughs> the Yankees. Yeah.
1: Well, that yeah, yeah, that was a yeah. good Padres team, but oh well. Yeah. I like that. Uh, that. Yeah, was a good Houston team. I like that deal for both sides. I think that was a good, um, good trade. I like that. Yeah. Trade that number good, two here. By we... the way, Kevin Brown, baseball reference, wore that season 9.1. So That's pretty high. He was. Quite good.
0: Looking at uh, trade number two, another uh, big-time pitcher moves on for Mm -hmm. this time four guys. uh, A big-time pitcher, almost the same as Randy Johnson, eleven and two with his new team, a one point six five ERA, seven uh, complete games in seventeen starts. He was excellent. Uh, He was not so good in his one playoff starts, and that did not help things right there. How would you? uh, What What did they get in return for this? Amazing pitcher who did well. Seven
1: complete games.
0: This could have been nineteen ten. This could have been twenty ten. Who knows? Well,
1: it can't be recently been, because nine Babe seasons. Bruce. It can't be. Re, it can't be within nine seasons because it was nine seasons of of player two.
0: Yeah, player two is the best. And actually, when I looked this up, this player was the player to be named later. Huh? So, and he ended up being the best player. Uh, two time All Star. Nine seasons. Hint: He's still playing now. And uh, he's been a, a an above average uh, hitter, uh, three fifty on base. He's been worth eighteen WAR in his career. Uh, decent over eight nine seasons. Injury plagued recently. Injury plagued, uh, but still a an above average player. He was the uh, player to be named later. Uh, the big star in this trade uh, was a bad bad player. Four seasons um, didn't do anything. Uh, negative WAR over four seasons. He was the big name in this trade. He never developed uh, another guy who never reached the majors and some other uh, guy who had a six ERA who sucked. So,
1: well, I, again, I like this for both teams. I think it's pretty similar to the previous
0: one. Um, it is similar because both pitchers were great. Both pitchers uh, did not make it out of the wild card. Is player three, Matt Laporta yes this and was player the, two is michael brantley this is the cc trade very good i'm i'm very, very good. impressed with myself good i am too <laughs> so brantley's done well injuries recently laporta was the big star i remember uh, was that awful. was uh uh
1: i just can't cc was so wildly good and he hit cc was so wildly good that um this trade was just and and uh was the other player uh, Matt Gamble?
0: Nope. Zach, no? some guy. I've never heard of these guys. Zach Jackson and some guy Zach named Jackson. He was Rob, a higher end. Rob Bryson, who never okay. reached the majors. So
1: I like this deal because Brantley's a solid player. Um, but it's funny that the guy they thought would be a star power hitter, um, Porter was like a top ten pick out of Florida, wasn't he? Yeah, pretty high. No, uh, it's funny. Uh that that that's who flamed out and Brantley was the good player, but I I mean knowing what CC did that year, um I love I He could not have pitched better. The Brewers had their chance to win. They had superstar hitters in fielder and Braun. Um they, they had to go they lose for the it. the
0: Cardinals or did they lose
1: to. Uh what year was that?
0: 08. Cardinals or I think I think it was the Phillies.
1: Yeah, it might have been the Phillies. So. I think it was
0: the Phillies when I was looking this up today.
1: Which you can't. I mean you can't at least we're good too. <laughs> CC had was the best value player. Um he only pitched seventeen starts for them, but he was the best player on the Brewers that season. For um, half a year. With followed by JJ Hardy. Um but yeah, I think um Good th- trade for this both this was an awesome trade for both. You all you want is one good player back from a rental. Um for
0: like five, six years, get that longevity mm-hmm. uh for a free agent or whatever. Mm-hmm. Trade number three is the probably the most of the we go to some mediocre trades right here. Uh pitcher for an outfielder. Uh the pitcher, 25 and 25 record in parts of two and a half, three seasons. ERA of 101, a completely average pitcher with an ERA just under four and a half. He was worth 3.6 war in those two and a half seasons. Meanwhile, the outfielder played only 48 games with his new team, OPS plus of 91. Uh, 350 on base isn't bad uh, he went on to play for a different team five more seasons with other teams uh, a four war player for the rest of his career so basically average pitcher for average player so was
1: the position player traded or was he a free agent?
0: he was traded to this other team and he I, I at believe at the end
1: of the year I suppose
0: I think he I don't know
1: this trade will be dependent on what the hitter if if he got anything in return if they traded him. Um, it's like a
0: big shell. We did this team get anybody and this guy did, did make an all-star team was uh, later on in his career was he was traded uh traded by this team in the offseason uh for some guys. So this was a big trade. <laughs> some guys some guys were traded for this guy. Uh, one, one guy in this trade was a hall of famer. Um, he ended his career. Uh, he didn't do much with his new team. Okay. So he was involved in a trade right away in the off season and and he was traded, uh, two or three more times, uh, for one for one players, just average players. I'd have to
1: see who this player got back, I suppose. But, um, I don't know which
0: team was good here. Um, the, the the team that looked for the pitcher uh was was good for the first time in a long time making a push for the playoffs didn't get there that year did get there for the next couple of years uh, we're,
1: we're looking at a, a good four starter here yep and and, and uh,
0: so i'm I'm I'm
1: liking that player
0: and the sure. team that I think the team that got the pitcher probably wins the trade
1: yeah for sure
0: yeah who who are we looking at here twins and Mets the pitcher is Rick Reed rick the outfielder is matt lawton whoa <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think matt lawton played for the yankees for a moment. matt
0: lawton's he had a hell of a end to his career in which he played for pittsburgh the cubs and the yankees in all of 2005
1: he was a weird player but he was good um, he got traded a lot. out flamed out quick he was good though. In um, an All Star team
0: with Cleveland in '04, had some good years with Cleveland. Oh, Roberto Alomar. <laughs> yeah, had some good years with the Twins too. And he was uh, 29 years old. Jock Jones, Tory Hunter, outfield. Twins had Twins seem like they have plenty of outfield depth, uh, so they can always trade outfielders. Span, Revere, whoever else. And uh, this was the first big trade I remember uh, growing up, 13 years old, and they traded for Rick Reed, and he was he was okay.
1: Yeah, I think um, the Rick Reed side of the deal definitely was substantially better. Um,
0: and there, was, he got traded to Cleveland, Robbie Alomar comes back, and Robbie Alomar was, eh, with the Mets.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to track this. Uh, so Alomar goes to the Mets.
0: And he's there for two years and is slightly below average. And then the Mets trade Alomar...
1: And Heath Bell to the Padres.
0: The White Sox. White Sox.
1: No, Padres. Alomar goes Mets to the Padres. Apparently, really. He might have been dealt. No, no, right no. after that, yeah. Or no, I'm not he looking goes at to the Al- White Sox. I'm looking at the wrong guy here. He Never goes mind. to the
0: White Sox for nobody. Of no. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, I skipped. I skipped a step. Yeah, he goes. They... He goes to the White Sox. Uh, for nobody. And they get Royce Ring and some other guy. <laughs> And Royce Ring—that's who I'm looking at here. Who brings, the hell is that? I don't know, but he brings back Ben Johnson, who played nothing, who then brings back nothing. <laughs> okay, no, so was, not
0: just shit players for let's shit see, players.
1: Who's this guy, John Adkins? Okay, yeah, so this is all bad. So dead so Rick, this... Rick Reed is definitely the best player, without a doubt, in that uh, trade. in this trade. Uh, Lawton's solid, but he doesn't do anything with that team.
0: And he's traded 50 games later. So
1: I can I can see the next the next deal I can see who wins, I think right off the bat.
0: This is a similar trade to the last one. Uh team trades a pitcher for a couple of other guys. Um deadline deal free agent rental, we'll go 7 and 3 with his new team. ERA just over 5, but his FIP is in the low 4, so maybe some unlucky deal there. Uh, 60, uh 69 innings, 12 starts, ERA plus of 86. Doesn't contribute much.
1: So I assume this pitcher was good before. And they're, yeah, they're I assume team. the team was good because this guy went seven and three. I assume the team was good and when they made the deal. So I like the idea of this trade for whatever team that is. Um but obviously I don't think team they won. made the
0: playoffs that year from what I or this guy just didn't pitch.
1: I like going for it. It's just a matter of this
0: guy was thirty five years old.
1: Yeah. That's tough.
0: He, this team was 93 and 69. They finished second in their division. And uh was this
1: pre-wild card that we're looking
0: at? Here? Nope. They uh looks like they uh were in a one game playoff and they lost. Well so they got to the playoffs, ended up tied with another team, ended up losing a one game playoff. So sucks to be them. 93 wins. And then, the, then what they got back in return, some guy who is now in AAA with another team, still only 26 years old, and the, the, the prize piece of this finished third in the Cy Young a few years ago, uh, ERA in the low three, so this guy's been pretty good uh, in four seasons with his new team, a war of 10. Still on that team? He's still on that team. He's huh. probably peaked as a pitcher, even though he is still relatively young. But I mean,
1: you, obviously it worked out for Team B, but yeah. if I'm Team A, I'm 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 totally fine. I hold my head high after making this move.
0: Uh, Ryan Dempster went to Ugh. the Cubs from the Rangers for Kyle Hendricks. Well. They could use a Kyle Hendricks, or they could have. That worked
1: out uh, for the Cubs, but uh, I You're okay w- with it? I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that.
0: Page two of six. Um, <laughs> trade number five. This team trades a pitcher to another team for four prospects. Uh, star player in this uh, star player in this trade is not good. ERA over five, 26 and 30 record. Uh, two and a half seasons. He pitched, It doesn't look like he got hurt, pitched a lot. 96 starts. Uh, War is under two for two and a half seasons. So this is probably not what this team was expecting when they got this guy. And uh, the other team really didn't get much for these prospects either. Another guy never played in the majors. He was a third-round pick, currently 29. Another guy, uh, not good. Uh, two pitchers, not good. One of these pitchers would go on to another team and become good, but he was not good with this team. So you look at what this with this uh, team gave up. I don't think I don't think anybody won this trade. All these players suck. I think the team
1: that went after the pitcher who threw 550 innings, um they were probably trying to win, I assume. I'm all for trying to win. Uh you never know what you're going to get with prospects and this other, what the other team got uh, nothing is anything. A, is a great reason um to make deals. I like what the team that got more players ended up with because they got more of them and even though one guys and I, didn't I don't know. They got more of them. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I can
0: This team that made this big trade finished the season 80-82. and That didn't quite work out.
1: Yeah, all these players suck, and this is why uh, trades are hard.
0: And this guy was traded to another team, and he's been involved in some trades, which if you want to go down that rabbit hole, uh, this trade here, Ubaldo Jimenez. Ugh, yuck. From Colorado to Cleveland for Drew Pomeranz, who became the best player. Uh, And other guys named Alex White, Matt McBride, and Joe Gardner. Well,
1: like you said, Pomeranz is by far the best, and Pomeranz netted the Rockies' Brett Anderson. And Brett Anderson became a free agent. So not much there. Everyone loses. (laughs) Hooray. (laughs) Trade five
0: uh, player for pitcher. Hitter for prospects. The hitter only played 44 games for this team, but looking at the numbers, did extremely well. However, they did not make the playoffs. He was worth 1.1 war in 44 games, uh, OPS plus of 159. He was very good. Uh, the pitcher that they gave up has been decent. He is uh, about a 500 record, 21 and 23 in three seasons, he has a sub four ERA in 370 innings, but he has had Tommy John. He's only 27. He's played this season. His ERA is over five, so not good. He's the former sixth overall pick. So it looks like they gave up a pretty big prospect for a hitter that played with them for a month and a half. Hmm. I like what uh, I like the pitcher. I like the team that got the pitcher in this deal. Um
1: <clears throat> Yeah. I think uh yeah, I'm fine with, with that. I think, uh, I assume, again, I assume the team that got the hitter was going for it. Um, and if you're going for it, then I love it. Do it all the time. <laughs> you you never know when your window's going to close. So um, if you had a trade a prospect, you got to trade one. And this, this, pros, this pitcher wasn't insanely good um, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, what
0: do you make? He is now 27. He has had Tommy John. So he did all of this 24, 25 years old. It's about a strikeout perennial. Looks like a strikeout pitcher.
1: Yeah, I have no idea who that is off the top of my head.
0: And this team this year, where the hell did they do? I can't find it. But they didn't make the playoffs. We know that. This was uh, Giants and Mets, 2011. Carlos Beltran from the Mets to the Giants. And the Mets got Zach Wheeler. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think that's a good deal for for both.
0: And our final trade, maybe the most uh, ridiculous of all the trades, uh, a hitter for three prospects or three players. Uh, the three players. I know which
1: team won. I'll cut you off. Right. Is that right? <laughs> uh,
0: the three players that they got in return were all garbage. One reliever had looks like he was okay with a four point seven eight ERA and five seasons ERA plus of ninety six. So it looked like. He was He's by far the best guy they got. The other guys uh, were not good. They were both out of baseball at the time. They were 30. One guy pitched 16 innings. One guy pitched 355 in 21 starts. So they did not get anything for this guy who was extremely good, who had 220 home runs in four and a half seasons, uh, OPS plus of 180. He was runner-up in the MVP one year. He had a top-five finish another year. So a huge power hitter. For three crap players. Terrible pitchers.
1: I uh, have no idea who this was. I just went with instinct. This was the Aaron Hicks for J.R. Murphy (laughs) trade. I just went with instinct uh, and learned Albert Bell's never been traded. He was never traded. Uh,
0: Adrian Beltre's never been traded.
1: That sounds right, yeah. I looked at that the other night. He's been around for 20 years, and
0: he's been with quite a few teams, but never traded. Man, uh, who is this? Who is this? Not a Hall of Famer? Well, he probably should be, but he did something he probably shouldn't have done. Uh, Okay.
1: That doesn't narrow it down for the 90s, though. That's the problem. Uh,
0: Well, if you're who I would consider this guy, this was the number one power hitter in the 90s. This was, if you're thinking power hitter in the 90s, this is number one in my book. Oh.
1: Mark McGuire. This is
0: Mark Maguire gets traded in 97 to St. Louis and Oakland didn't get anything for him.
1: So. Yeah. Um, Mark Maguire uh, was really good. He did one but, thing well, but not as good as people think. Um, the year he hit 65 homers, he was a five win player. So let's, keep that in mind he was, he'd
0: be uh, more a dh type but he was no, nationally. Yeah, I, <laughs> I
1: yeah i wish he could have dh'd because he probably would have hit
0: even in his last year homers. which was a terrible year where he was in a joey gallo type year of hitting sub 200 i think he still hit 30 home runs and yeah, we got a
1: 100 tri- games triple slash of uh, uh 187 316 492 Pretty, uh, yeah. So makes him five percent above league average and gives him uh, twenty nine homers, four doubles. <laughs> so I don't even know what to make of that. I I'm
0: stunned. So I think Gallo has fifteen singles. Whoa! I just don't even. <laughs> how do you hit twenty nine
1: homers and have four doubles? <laughs> that is insane.
0: That is <laughs> insane to me. I don't even. I, guess, I, th- <laughs> I think the years. Like, McGuire and Bonds, when they had their 70 home run years, they had more home runs than singles.
1: Yeah, but Bonds was, like, good. Like, he had his last season, uh, when he was 42, his OPS plus was 169. He He had 28 homers, and he had 14 doubles, and he had 132 walks. So it's like, this is a totally, Bonds is the best player that ever played. Like, why
0: the Yankees or somebody didn't DH him? I yeah, why. no, I I
1: know, I totally agree. I, like, think, I know um, why he's not in baseball.
0: I don't know why. They I would have kept
1: play playing him until he was forty five,
0: maybe more. Yeah, because the, he a walks machine. Yeah, he had a Amazing. great
1: plate discipline, and uh, he could. He he must have been just a horrible clubhouse presence <laughs> or something. But man, he hit. So I agree. Some AL team should have DH'd him. Uh, they would have. But then the thing is, like, I think a lot of teams were like, "Well, if we sign him." And we win the World Series. People are gonna think Good. it's tainted, though. Oh no! Yeah, pe- I, do people know-
0: think what the O oh, at the O oh, nine or oh, oh, 08 Yankees because of A Rod is that tainted? No, I, I think that oh. was
1: different too. Because yeah, I don't know.
0: Clemens, why. for Christ's sake, Clemens. I mean, come on, Pettit? I think Bonds All had those a, guys.
1: Bonds had a different
0: aura stigma and the fact that he was doing it when he
1: was old it just felt That's so obvious that he was roger clemens did it some... when he was old he, yeah. he was 44
0: and there's a reason why well i
1: think if if some ale team had had barry bonds already uh i think it would be different but um they didn't so it's amazing
0: he was still playing the outfield at 42 yeah, you're telling me he
1: couldn't I, they must have had some really good defensive center fielder or at least good defensive right fielder who could really make a Yeah. Dave Roberts, they had in, uh, in uh, center who at 35 was still quite fast. So, and Randy went in, right. So it's obviously they overcompensated and, and put some terrible hitter in center field so that they, like
0: could. he, you cannot shift bonds because he, you can't put a guy 390 feet in that, right. You can't put somebody guy in the river mm-hmm. to catch the ball. Like, he, you cannot. Sh- I mean, you could shift him, and sure, you'd probably get him out a few more times, but yeah, he, he, no.
1: He so. was by far the best hitter on that horrible, horrible hitting team um, that went 71 and 91. The next best hitter for an everyday player was Randy Wynn. What is this? 01? Oh, 07. That last year year, he had a 169 OPS plus, next was 104. He
0: played in what, like 100 games or how many 126, he had 477 PAs, pretty good. I know the one year he reached base more times than he had at bats, which was great.
1: He is uh, so good, (laughs) was so good. (laughs) I just, I I loved watching Barry Bonds. Do you
0: remember Sosa and Maguire?
1: yes uh that was
0: did you watch the game Maguire hit the home run Mm i didn't have uh
1: any sort of cable or barely it was on fox even any sort of tv that was non that was in that was the days of antennas so um back in 19, basically, 1962 basically nothing would come in even though i lived in the city um but no i don't maybe i i don't remember it though um I remember the home run race though. I'm like, oh, this is fun and whatever. Um I do remember people so I grew up in in Maine that was overwhelmingly um a a white state. Um and I do remember people being significantly more on McGuire's side. Um now that I think of that too. Like, people didn't really care about Sammy Sosa, and I, I do wonder if that was because Maine is uh, uh, not particularly... Uh, diverse. Diverse, yeah. So
0: Well, if it was... I mean, Sosa's probably white now. <laughs> At last check, he was pink. So, But now that I think of it, though, that's actually kind of a
1: horrible, horrible thing to think back on, that people were basically rooting for it doesn't. McGuire, I mean, It because... doesn't...
0: Not the way I remember it as far as, you know, where I was, or nationally, they were both pretty... Like Soso was, like, was popular. Yes.
1: But that's why it's odd to me because Soso was so popular and such a fun, lively player, and people were still rooting for Mark McGuire. Yuck. Yeah. That's not cool. But then again, I grew up where there are a lot of Red Sox fans, and we all know what Boston uh, yeah. sports fans and are known for and what they shout to Orioles
0: players. And the outfield so unproven to kurt schilling unproven according to <laughs> well, one reporter on the scene kurt schilling has first hand knowledge of yeah, games he's never been at, so he knows. i don't know i've been to enough games at you to know
1: uh, what's been yelled there and what uh i probably shouldn't have heard as a as a boy and uh what i probably shouldn't have heard ever uh in in the 21st century but
0: you do I anyway was, i was 10 years old um like they were gonna, they were putting on every game he played on Fox nationally. Mm-hmm. So, because they were, because he, he was gonna hit these home runs, and I'm like, what if he goes ten games without home runs? There's gonna be a Cardinals game on Fox every night. He was hitting home runs every other game. It didn't matter, and he got one. It was you no know, shortest home run he ever hit, and uh, that was cool. And uh, a friend of mine, also ten years old, um, he was like, I don't like this McGuire guy because he's got these drugs in his locker that they found. I don't like this guy. He didn't like McGuire. I'm like, what are you talking about? These drugs, whatever. <laughs> He's hitting 70 home runs. Who gives a crap? And well, and you know, the drugs. and. But who does? Who does <laughs> care? That's the thing. <laughs> this 10-year-old kid, like, I don't like this guy because there's Andrew uh, in his thing. Like, oh, well, he was way ahead of everybody else because yeah, nobody else cared I, I guess at all.
1: I I don't care even still. Everyone was doing it. There you go. I'm a firm believer. If everyone's doing it, then it's probably okay. There you go. They have, drugs have been such a part of baseball forever. It's totally normal. So no, they, there's my stance on that. Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. Best player to ever play baseball.
0: Adrian Beltray, 3,000 hits. I thought you were going to say, no, Adrian Beltray is the best player. <laughs> I was like, well. He, I mean, he's a Hall of Famer.
1: Yeah, uh, for first, sure. First for ballot,
0: sure. be interested if he gets on the first ballot. Which is
1: funny. Like, you watch him play over the years, and everybody's saying this now, but you never really thought, oh, Adrian no. Beltre, Hall of Famer. But you look back at his career and totally,
0: totally a Hall of Famer. His first 10 years— OPS plus of one Oh five. His last eight, nine years has been like 130 140. So he was not a hall of fame player until he got into his mid thirties.
1: Well, and it's not like his numbers are inflated. Now that he's playing at these, uh, other ballparks cause it's OPS plus it's adjusted for that. Uh, it is funny that they went up. They did go up quite a bit, pretty crazily at Boston and Texas, but it's OPS plus that we're looking at here, uh, which is park adjusted. on average. So, yeah. Um, that accounts for even that.
0: his you know um you take a look at his slugging percentage at 30 years uh and before it's at 453 and you take a look at it after and it is higher than that it is at 522
1: i'm gonna look at something here and i might. so
0: he's a guy like you would i would suspect him of you know ped use because guys who are 38 should not be uh, still hitting three oh seven and three eighty five on base and he's having the best year he's had in 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 three or four years. Um and he started the season on the D L. So he can be good for at least uh two or three more seasons it would seem. Well here's here's
1: the thing and I've made the case for this guy before on this podcast Gary Sheffield. But uh well I think he should be in the Hall of Fame too. Beltre's numbers uh Beltre played longer than uh than scott Rowland, but scott Rowland was a better hitter and he was every bit the defender i think uh that that beltray is and was maybe probably worse um but also a very good defender at third base um if beltray is in put scott Rowland in. come on
0: I think. and this that accumulation over 20 plus years if he if he does continue for two or three years, he is going to hit five hundred home runs. Mm-hmm. He's going to drive in over close to two thousand. Um, he is going to be was he was going to be top ten, I think, in hits. If he has two or three more years, he'll be top ten all time in hits.
1: Yeah, and this is the this is what happens when you come up as a nineteen year old and are bad for six two y- seasons, basically, uh, until you hit forty eight home runs out of nowhere and yeah. double your OPS plus in one season um but
0: and he's only made the all-star team four times he's only finished he has this is two top five mvps
1: i think adrian Beltra should be in the hall of fame sure. i also think that means scott Rowland needs to be in the hall of fame i uh see on the ballot uh i think he might have gotten the boot or maybe when is 2012 he should be in the upcoming one yep he's in the upcoming one be interesting to see what he gets he better get five percent I I haven't yeah, everybody's, everybody's, everybody's got everybody's got some guy that they really make a case for I didn't watch Scott Roland a ton he was in the National League his whole career with the exception of 203 games but man he was so good and I guess I did watch him with the Cardinals for that stretch while they were good but this was a guy who was a critical player on one of the better teams of the of a decade. That those Cardinals teams, get Scott Rowland in the Hall of Fame. That's what we should be doing. That's what we should just dedicate hundreds of hours. Of, hundreds
0: of hours. Break down his uh, 2010 season with Cincinnati.
1: Somebody needs to go on a, a Jonah Carey-esque. I would like uh, to thank
0: Evan Hendershot for putting yeah. me in the Hall. Scott Rowland says 20 years from you now. You look
1: at his numbers. The guy was a doubles machine and tons of homers, awesome third baseman. Uh, there aren't that many third basemen in the Hall of Fame as, as people have been talking about with Beltre recently. Um I think this is the perfect time to talk about how Scott Rowland is uh ins- was insanely good. Um and and Adrian Beltre should should help uh that that cause for him, I hope.
0: We'll see. We will see. Probably won't. Had Jad Bagwell in the uh, Hall of Fame. and Yvonne Rodriguez, Tim Raines.
1: All three should definitely be. Bud
0: Selig got in some. I'm not sure how Not that, that one, though. <laughs> but that's bad. John Sherholtz, I suppose. Um, yeah, those three good. And finally, we're starting to get to players that we have seen, part of mm-hmm. their careers. So that is fun. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I, I mean, even Tim Raines. Uh, yeah. he, as an older player, but uh, I saw him uh, watch him a little bit, tiny bit with the Yankees, um, from what I remember. Um, but Bagwell and Rodriguez, for sure were players that were right in our wheelhouse probably right yeah those two i mean awesome and reigns obviously super great um
0: and next year i mean what uh was griffey in last year or is he mm-hmm. coming up that he's he was he was in and next um, year he got some guys too so it's uh pretty, yeah, pretty next solid year, ballots
1: next year we're looking at uh the top guy being uh chipper jones so Uh, that would be the obvious first ballot guy jim Jim chome those two particularly but um for me chipper jones is the obvious choice uh i've already made my case for johan he's coming on next year too
0: if he doesn't come back come on come back Johan. (laughs) we got fat bart we need johan there we went over this before Well, here's my guy my guy would be mike messina i'm sure you think he's in as well my guy would be mike messina and this will be his fifth year on the ballot so Tomei and Chipper Jones, you think are in next year? Uh, yes. And, and then anybody else?
1: Hoffman's going to get in. I don't. I wouldn't want him in. Um,
0: Vladimir Guerrero will get in.
1: Guerrero will get in. Edgar uh, Martinez,
0: I would hope, gets
1: in. I think next year will be his ninth. I think he's going to have to wait until the tenth. But I think. And he'll Clemens get
0: and Bonds did get over fifty percent last year. It's so. going to
1: help that we're going to clear. Uh, Chipper Jones, Jim Tomei, Hoffman, Guerrero are going to get in. So that's going to clear two guys from the ballot already. And then I think the next year doesn't particularly have, um, I think the next year doesn't particularly have any like. uh, Standouts. Yeah, like crazy good. um,
0: Let's take a peek, shall we?
1: Players or anything.
0: Yeah, Jake Westbrook. I don't know. He's got my vote. (laughs) Juan Pierre. Juan Pierre. Um. Yeah, next year, Todd Helton. Uh, two years, Todd Helton, Pettit, and Berkman. Oh,
1: Mariano oh. Rivera. Mariano uh,
0: Rivera, Roy Halladay. So we got some folks there.
1: Ugh, this is gross. These are too many good players all at once. We're going to...
0: The get wall is just going
1: to keep going. Logged up. Bonds, Clemens, Mussina, Schilling, Ramirez, Walker. You would fill just your Just get balance. them in. Yeah, oh my God. I, I think next year even there's going to be 12 or 13 um Sheffield I love too you got to get him in um Andy
0: Pettit can you get him
1: yeah uh, I don't know about that one uh what is he approaching a four you're 117
0: OPS yeah. plus
1: you're a plus
0: you're a plus and he OPS was really
1: plus. good um Lance
0: Berkman's an inter a racist by any means but still <laughs> uh again a guy that um you could hit Probably not getting in, but he uh, had a hell of a, a hell of a career. Fifty one
1: doesn't help him that he was a first baseman, corner outfielder who wasn't very good at either of those things. Um, if he was good at def- if he was like Mark Teixeira, a defense, uh, I think he'd get in right away. Um, he should though on on hitting alone. I would get him in. Edgar
0: Martinez should be in. Yes, I agree. As far as just a hitter, yeah, that's um... to
1: me uh, a DH has more value, and he played plenty of third base. But to me, a DH has uh, significantly more value than a relief pitcher since they do play every day. Um, relief pitcher doesn't uh I I can't I can't even make a case for Mariano Rivera to be in the hall of fame I just don't but he will be yep Uh, I just don't think uh relief pitchers provide enough value to even if you look at it
0: as just just look at what they do compare them to everybody else you want the you want the 5 10 20 30 best ever to play whatever it is that they do like punters kickers in the NFL there's only a couple but if they've got the most points of all time or whatever the most field goals, they we putting this guy in because whatever he did, whatever he was asked to do, he was the best at that. Yeah, I guess
1: to me, uh, those players don't have enough value, so they need to be far and away better um, than, than the others. Um, far and away, I, I think. There are so many guys. If, if Mariano Rivera goes in the Hall of Fame and Larry Walker doesn't, that is gross <laughs> i i just don't i don't that and that's to what's gonna happen is, yeah i get I, ugh. <laughs> I don't like that at all larry walker should be in the hall of fame whatever scott Rowland should be in the hall of fame it's, that's what i think that's so what, what do I, you think folks what
0: i know uh my player of the week which i have now deleted and i gotta get back here my uh garbage player who should retire jose batista
1: wow interesting
0: 30, 36 years old uh having, his, having a bad year 86 ops plus hitting 215 um not much power 16 home runs
1: 16 homers which means 105 A9 at least five or six good bat flips probably
0: i need more than that from him 324 <laughs> on base uh slightly above average tied so, uh with the major league league with uh games played though so very important very durable <laughs> very durable They're great which defense is kind of funny great it's defense not. in right field um, you know, he'll, he'll hang on here for a couple more years, but, uh, he was good when he was old and, uh, well, Toronto signed him and Jesus Christ, they should not have signed this guy last year. $17 million mutual option. Oh uh, yeah. I don't think that's going to be,
1: uh, picked up.
0: <laughs> uh, this is, uh, this will be not mutual. Be I would still,
1: agent. uh, if I'm a team that's really desperate for a, a bench power bat, um, possibly the national league. Um, Pinch hitter.
0: Or if you get, get a DH. Fine. Um,
1: I just, I don't think he hits well enough to be a DH. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, or uh,
0: a power DH hitter platoon could run into one. or a DH, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, if I, Multi- you don't want two DHs on your bench, but if you just have a DH by committee,
1: which is gross too, yeah. ideally you'd just rather have uh, one good
0: guy or. Yeah.
1: Or you could rotate guys in and give them days better off. Actually, in the play field. in the field. Yeah, yep. I, yeah. I, you're, this is a good. This one's a, a good one though. Batista is bad, and um, he's not getting he's better. And he's worth a lot of money. Single day, so he's worth he's, a lot of money. Uh, he's a negative one win player right now, so that's horrible. <laughs> but man, good
0: player when he turned it on out of nowhere. So. How much fun would it be to see? Give me an old guy. Give me an old guy who's maybe 50, 60 years old who used to be really good. Who would and,
1: be fun to watch or
0: who could still do it? Who could be fun to watch in the amateur tournament, who would just tear <laughs> it up. Well, Some guy
1: that hasn't played in maybe 15 years. Oh, 50, okay, so that knocks Barry Bonds out almost. Not like, really. Wait,
0: let's get somebody not quite that good because he would murder folks. Okay. Throwing at him at 70 miles um, an
1: hour. I'm going to pick uh, Shelly Duncan.
0: You want Shelly Duncan? <laughs> <Yeah. all right? laughs> I think something maybe a little bit better than that. Maybe okay, a little okay. better than that. Uh, like a Paul O'Neill, I don't know. Ugh, Trump voter. Um man, let's okay. X him out.
1: <laughs> uh let's see.
0: Like how would Kent Herbeck do? Oh morbidly Ooh, obese uh, Kent Herbeck who hasn't played in twenty-five no. years. How would he um, him
1: versus uh, him him on the uh, in the batter's box uh, box Rich Garces on the hill. There's your So that's a lot of weight. It's yes, it a is. lot of weight out there. Uh I yeah. That I don't, know if, I don't know if Cadwell could uh, support that. No. Uh let's see. Um
0: like Greg Vaughn.
1: Yeah, that's a good See one. See him
0: crank it to left. Or and a move on. <laughs> it is a major league size ballpark, what we have here in Mitchell. This is a mm-hmm. huge, huge ballpark. You'd want somebody with power to all fields, too, because it's pretty it is deep, deep everywhere. Um, and these guys probably could not run, so that's not great.
1: I think you could put a pretty fun team together with active managers. You're, uh, Ball monitor. Your your Osmuses, Osmai, I guess. Your Girardi. One Osmus. Your... Uh, your uh dave roberts uh kevin cash would be so much better than everyone that's he's already
0: mike Matheny.
1: yeah they're all catchers i'm realizing and they'd all have to play various yeah. positions but uh It'd be fun to watch uh, don mattingly um if he could stand up um i don't know what's a random totally weird ah uh, boy jay Buner. Yeah, he's a little older, though.
0: That's I'm, I'm willing to pay him to get here. Yeah.
1: Uh, let's throw Johan out there.
0: Oh, that'd be dirty. That'd 20, be 27 dirty. Ks. That'd be great. <laughs> I think Amateur uh, tournament in Mitchell. Um, starts on Wednesday, goes for the next 10, 11 days. Uh, last year was my first one. Uh, people seem to like it. It uh, looks like a good event to me looking forward to it this year was this your third maybe third year this would be
1: the third yeah
0: it's fun even if you don't care what do you obviously i don't care about any of these teams i'll be doing a few of the games uh what do you and i've never obviously seen any of these teams ever all year long and the first time i see them will be uh this week so what what do you like about it as a baseball fan
1: uh they all tend to be pretty close the games uh or they'll either be a blowout or they're close because it gets really sloppy. Uh, last year, I missed the four quarters Tabor. game that had the weird. I don't even bases loaded hit by pitches and stuff. They were
0: down three to. I think they were down three runs in the ninth. They loaded the bases and they were four consecutive hit by pitches. Uh, one, two, three, four. We win the game on a walk off. Um, random afternoon. I, can't, I mean, sure there was fifty people there, <laughs> but something like that you'll, you'll never see again. Can't believe that right. has ever happened. Don't know if it's ever going to happen again. I uh, I
1: guess there are a lot of games, though. There was one Winter Cologne game last year where the pitchers just couldn't. I think it started raining and nobody could control the ball. And you just start to get really tight games and everything's on the line for these guys because it's single-game elimination baseball, which is interesting in this situation. Um, It's a fun thing that I think a lot of baseball fans would be really interested in um, to kind of just come watch like a week of kind of dumb old guys play baseball but you get you just pick one team and you get into it i'll be uh, rooting for the the bankers this year did you are you always a banker fan no i just picked it this year i think last
0: who did i root for last year plankinton i'll be doing that game against larchwood always good to see the iowa and nebraska teams crofton nebraska in the south dakota amateur tournament
1: yeah i uh i ex- i do root for every single uh, daily republic region team when they are playing I'm good um, as it benefits the paper. Uh, and I don't, I'm not on the sports staff, so I have no, uh,
0: you don't have to work, so it doesn't matter to you.
1: Right. I have no, I don't care. I have no bias. I I can't, I can't be, I I can be totally objective other than I want, uh, or I can be totally subjective, I suppose. So, uh, (laughs) it's kind of nice, uh, to, but it's a fun, it's a fun thing that like, uh, Outsiders, I think, would be really interested in. I thought it would be stupid when I first saw it, and it was. It's a lot of fun. You can and just you go out went and, have fun. and
0: they get pretty good crowds. Yeah, especially if a, it's a, a close. A lot by team. of lot of local teams in this thing. We're covering mm-hmm. six or seven just here. I think the uh, papers probably covering just. A, I mean, Salem. We got a lot. Uh, yeah, we're not covering Salem, but that's definitely in, in in the area. Um, good event. Thirty-two teams, so we're having thirty-one games. Single elimination games every day and every night for. Uh, 10 11 nights in a row so uh. if you're in
1: if you're in like a baseball desert like Mitchell South Dakota is it is a lot of fun and Cadwell Park is for Mitchell South Dakota is a very very nice park uh the bleachers uh if you have a bad back like me from your from your days of uh uh mowing greens and raking bunkers and sand traps uh the bleachers are not forgiving no. but uh it is fun uh to s- despite the horrifying, horrifying bleachers that, uh, I'm already cringing about
0: weather should be good. Should not be t- too hot out. So weather should be nice. Maybe some rain. So yeah. hopefully, uh, the weather's going to be great. South Dakota amateur baseball tournament next year. It's going to be in Sioux falls, which I think will decimate attendance, uh, because there are new so- no Sioux falls teams in this tournament. So this is a bad move, uh, good facility in Sioux falls, but it's, uh, should be in Mitchell because the crowds are much better well, and the teams are all closer to here yes too. I mean that's there's no reason to move it from Mitchell yeah
1: it'd be like uh I don't know it'd be like a Yankees Red Sox series in Toronto no reason Would, to move wouldn't it make any sense it's why they
0: put the uh like twins twins are playing somebody next year in Puerto Rico or some twins Indians or something in Puerto Rico I guess I They're get those I
1: get, I get those games though you want to grow the sport um in certain areas uh like there was
0: dodgers and whoever the hell the dodgers played in australia a couple years ago two weeks before the season started
1: puerto rico i do they use the american dollar i would assume
0: they're an american territory of sorts
1: i know uh i would assume the expos the canadian dollar not as much was really uh a killer to them um throughout it wouldn't be now as much but that was a killer to them so I could see why you'd want to grow the sport in, in Puerto Rico, but I don't think you're looking for an expansion territory down there. No, I think uh, Vancouver feels like a pretty good spot for that if they ever do decide. Charlotte, to Charlotte? They've been talking
0: Charlotte. Ugh, I don't like that.
1: <laughs> I don't know why I don't like it, but basketball hasn't worked out there. Um, and basketball and, and baseball I think fans basketball do. basketball has
0: been okay. They're more col- they like their, their college. Pro well, basketball, that's the thing. Yeah.
1: Pro ba- well, the Bobcats, then Hornets, then Bobcats, then Hornets.
0: Here's the deal. When I was in Charlotte, Bobcats were there. They A uh, couple games, people would come in. We want the Hornets. We want this mm-hmm. team's name changed to the Hornets. And they finally did change it back to the Hornets. Mm-hmm. And that, is, that has helped things, and they have been better. And they just wanted it to be the teal and the purple.
1: I think, though, as far as uh, NBA... So maybe this might be why Vancouver might not be a good site. NBA fans tend to have some some crossover uh, with MLB fans. I think really? they're 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 very statistically uh, minded sports. NBA and baseball. Um, I don't necessarily think college, but NBA I think and Major League Baseball have a, have some crossover. I know it does for me. I know it does for a lot of a lot of people. Um,
0: Even for Michael Jordan, has some crossover.
1: Exactly. So I think uh, I think. Maybe those are the places you'd want to look for an expansion site. So so I don't know what that would leave out there. Brookings? <laughs> uh, what are we? Uh, I can't think of any good. San Antonio. There you go. That'd probably be a really good one. Spurs. That would probably be. I want
0: to see baseball. I think they played baseball in the Alamo Dome before. I want to see that. Uh,
1: well, let's get a team in San Antonio. Managed by Scott Rowland.
0: Good racist scott Rowland, uh Schilling can be the pitching coach no scott Rowland's racist or are we oh yeah you oh, look no. that up you look that up no. no no maybe lance no lance berkman okay okay yeah he i was might gonna be say lance berkman definitely scott Rowland might be but let's hope
1: he's not because i'm all for scott Rowland. but yeah we'll get our san antonio baseball team we'll call him some name that i am not thinking of probably starts with an s snakes or nope dimebacks i don't know some s team I like uh the Scott Rollins. There you go.
0: I like stadiums. I got a big book for the stadiums, like all the stadiums, past and present. Um I don't know how the Dodgers played in the LA Coliseum for a year or two. think like they even won the World Series one year. They had like a crazy net in left field. It was like 200 some feet the net was 30 40 feet high. Very I mean the, what the Polo Grounds in New York with like a 460 foot endless Center, center field yeah. is weird stadiums like 240 to the corners and That's 600 what's cool about
1: baseball, though, different is uh you don't have to have now i guess you kind of have to have like a general
0: like yeah like houston they took away the hill pissed about it like the hill but um
1: probably better for injuries. no we, we like the hill we like the well, hill. you can the, like the hill the, the by one, the way
0: the one ball a year that would end up on the hill be like you'd be watching all year for that one ball that would end up on well the hill. with the flagpole <laughs> the flagpoles in play I
1: guess I'm glad they got rid of it for safety reasons. You mentioned the Dodgers. I wanted to mention this before we we're done. Fangrafts has them projected at 108.8 wins. Under. Um, which is
0: A lot. Would be They the would only have
1: to go 35 and 22 the rest of the season. That's still pretty good. Cool. As of Tuesday. That's not crazy. But it's still really good. But that's not crazy for a team that's 74 and 31. They better win the whole thing. Um Yeah, but anyway, consider. They could win 116 games or 117 games if they go. If they continue this pace all year long.
0: Nobody's been really talking about you know, that 116, because they got to keep this up. It's not like they're ahead of pace. Be interesting to see where Seattle was. It's it's worth it's worth
1: noting. Um I think Cut Four had something on Twitter today about how they're they're right on par with some of the best what? teams ever. What is their record? The Dodgers? Yeah. Seventy four
0: and thirty one. Seventy four. And 31 that's entering Tuesday that's pretty what great. day is it August 1st huh 74 and 31 they how many games is that math
1: 105
0: 74 and 31 they are two games back of Seattle pretty good <laughs> two games back of Seattle who uh
1: who they, had a worse pitching staff and couldn't probably hit as well. Well, the thing
0: with C- Seattle lost 17 games their last two months. So you're looking at, again, eight loss months, like two games a week you can lose. And they, they, I think they've won 19 to 21 or so.
1: So the, It's worth noting this team plays in the same division as the Giants and Padres. Doesn't help. So Does not, uh, does um, not hurt. But then they also play with the Rockies and Dimebacks. But then again, they are better the rockies and diamondbacks anyway I'm i thought that was worth noting they're pretty damn good i'm they surprised i
0: haven't good. seen that comparison of where they are because com- y'all y- you saw maguire and sosa and where are they compared to ruth and maris at this time and mm-hmm. they were ahead of the pace so that's i hope they win all the games hope they go <laughs> 120 and 42
1: i hope chris taylor doesn't get pushed out of the lineup when adrian gonzalez comes back that's what i hope
0: yeah adrian gonzalez no good
1: he is not and i really hope chris taylor a very good player gets to stay
0: in the lineup this was our shortest shortest podcast
1: i don't think that's true this was
0: our longest podcast yes plenty of trades plenty of amateur baseball talk uh plenty of greatest team of all time talk so there we go
1: yeah and uh vote for scott Rowland, voters
0: get the uh fourteen thousand signatures for the ballot 2018 <laughs> uh get it on the ballot uh krebs get that initiative <laughs> written up fairly is yeah what
1: we want. if uh if Scott Rowland doesn't get into the Hall of Fame. Maybe we can petition, uh, get him uh, running for something else. Secretary I don't know. of State, <laughs> yeah, in, Attorney General in Roland. whatever state he lives. I don't know where he lives.
0: Doesn't matter. He'll move there. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Twenty eighty baseball podcast, the Twitter, iTunes, all that. Evan Hendershot, Travis Crins. We'll be back next week with another edition.